Thank you to Matthew Averett, Yosa Concerto champion, Cello Wiz for that awesome cello music. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Layman's Change Podcast. I'm your host, Lance Berryman, and today I am sitting down with someone who I've been extremely excited to interview, um, Lil Jumbo. As many of you guys know, Lil Jumbo is an up-and-coming San Antonio rapper. He's a schoolmate of mine. He's probably a schoolmate of many of our listeners. He's a cool guy. He's a brother. Um, he's going to Spain for the second half of his senior year. And uh, we're all going to miss him, but I wanted to sit down with Lil Jumbo and, and talk about his process, so here we are. <laughs> uh, hello, I'm excited to be here. It's going to be fun. All right, Edward, Lil Jumbo. Um, <laughs> first question, when did you start making music? Um, damn, I started making music like a long time ago. Like When I was a kid, I'd be like going on my dad's iPad or stuff like that on GarageBand, and I'd just make like these melodies and stuff. And, I mean, I was like... 12 or 11 or something like that and I just kept going but I didn't really start making like rap songs and stuff like that till like freshman year so no lyrics on the early songs mm-hmm. just melody just like melodies but then freshman year I was like you know fuck it I'm just gonna start making raps and stuff because like I started listening to like Uzi and stuff and Cardi and then that really like I don't know pushed me I don't know why I just like thought like it'd be kind of fun so I started posting that stuff on SoundCloud and then that's when y'all started listening to it were you inspired by anyone? Uzi, you said? Uzi and Cardi? Yeah, Uzi, Playboy Cardi. Um, I'm inspired. I mean, like, it's weird for me because I'm inspired by, like, so many people. Like, if we go to, like, artists today, I would say I'm inspired by, like, Cardi, Uzi, and those, like, big names. But, like, you can also go back, like, to the 90s and stuff where it's, like, Nirvana and Rage Against Machine. Like, I'm heavily influenced by those types of bands. And then we go back further, and it's, like, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, uh, The Doors, Jim Morrison, I mean... Okay, because you, li- you listen to a lot of rock music. You also listen to yeah. a lot of, like, modern rap. No, yeah. And so you like both of those. I like, yeah. I like a lot of music. And in your beats. So do you make your own beats for your songs? Um, No, I actually don't. But I've started to make beats uh, recently. And I kind of want to, like, put them in my songs. But I've been using, like, YouTube beats. And also, shout out uh, Alec, if I can say his name. Yeah, uh, yeah. He has a beat name, but he always changes it. It's, it used to be King Prod, but... Then it's Zay J, and then it's CZ. He keeps changing it, but he's made a couple of beats for me. Okay, that's cool. Dang, so in, in your out. beats, you use like more, I mean, obviously you're making a hip-hop beat because you're, you're, you're a rapper, right? Yeah. But, but when you do like take a beat and you use it, are you using any aspects of like rock music? Like I know um, A Boogie With The Hoodie, he's like, every album he has is like a theme from a, a oh, musical yeah. instrument. Like he had the piano, and then the most recent one, Artist 2.0, he used the uh, the guitar, yeah, and so like different. Do you have that kind of idea? Um, for every album, I kind of just have an inspiration. So for uh, for example, with the first album, or not first album, but Mumbo Jumbo, that was just kind of like a bunch of random sounds that like just sounded good. Um, that album was inspired by Gunna, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> shout out Gion. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Gion. But yeah, uh, Gion is a big. A guy better guy. example would be No Service on the Moon. I wanted to use a lot more guitar and kind of like pop rock sounds kind of and you can hear it a lot in like those types of songs especially like crazy on you or don't feel like love like all those songs like it most of the album's guitar and that's what i that was what i was kind of pushing for was like this rap rock like integration and i kind of wanted to keep pushing for that because i feel like it's working and it's it sounds good i mean i don't really know that many other rappers that are trying to do that so that's kind of like where I'm trying to go. So that's your that's your unique. Because I was gonna ask you what, what what how is your sound unique? Yeah, I would say just like the inspiration from rock music and rap music, you put that stuff together and it's something that like I don't know, it sounds good, but I don't think anybody's heard before. Yeah. My next album, I don't wanna spoil it, is gonna be more rock. It's gonna be hard rock and rap. Really? It's gonna be something y'all never heard before. Okay, because when I talked to you about this last one, No Service on the Moon, which is my favorite by far, I think <laughs> it's the best, I asked you um, like this is different sound. It's not just a rap. It's like no, you it's got some pop aspects pop, in it. Yeah. And it's, you said, "Oh, I'm trying to make a hit." Yeah, that's what you said when you released Bad News too. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do with the hit stuff. Because it's when you're trying to make a hit, you want to make something that people have never heard before. Yeah. Because for me, whenever I hear a new artist coming up, I'm like, ah, well, he sounds like everyone else. Like I remember when the Kid Leroy first came out yeah. with like Addison Rae or whatever. I was just like, ah, it's just like another like. Not Juice Roll, but like I've heard of this before. It's like yeah. Ian Dior, and I'm not dissing him. Like he's a great artist, but um, 
for me, like I've always thought that like if you want to come up, like I really come up, you got to push the music industry. And yeah, make something that isn't it. So you've got some legendary song lyrics. I know <laughs> oh, a bunch of us absolutely love your song lyrics. I think if they're funny. <laughs> I think they're funny, but if you really think about them, they're clever. A lot of them actually require some talent. So I'm wondering, like, do you have a journal? Do you have a journal for song lyrics? Do you no, write them in your notes app? I don't have a journal, but uh, I have an app actually in that um, rhyme zone where I write a lot. I want to like because I think for me, I don't know if people would say this, but for me, like writing is probably my like lowest aspect. Because when I write a song, it's like it's harder for me to come with lyrics. Like I can barely freestyle, but when it comes to lyrics, like you know, I'm trying to make that better. So every day, like whenever I think of something, I try to rhyme with it and like. You know, try to make my lyrics better. <laughs> that's awesome. But, so you use that app. You, that, yeah, that yeah, app. that app. Yeah, that's Rhymer's why I write all my songs down. I have like hella songs in there. I mean, I can show you right now, but phones. But yeah, I got like two hundred, two hundred like written lyrics. And oh stuff my gosh! Stuff. No, it's crazy. Unreleased. So that's the vault, huh? Yeah, that is the vault. Yeah. All right, everybody, you heard it here first. If you want to look at Edward Snyder's vault, you just <laughs> gotta take his phone and go to Rhymer's Block because that's where he's keeping everything. <laughs> so, um, so, what type of music do you listen to? If you just have if you're in the car and you're alone, what type of music are you listening to? Ah, uh, depends on the mood, bro. I got so many playlists for different things. I mean, how many playlists? Oh my god, it's just too many. I mean, like, I got like seven main ones that I use, and they're like for different like types of music. Like, like for the morning, um, or in the morning, I usually listen to rock music or like classical rock, just to, like wake me up and stuff. Get some like Zeppelin going. And then throughout the day, it's usually hip-hop and stuff. And then at night, it's more chill music, like Frank Ocean, Tyler Crater, stuff like that. Okay, so it varies, basically. It varies, like, yeah, it varies for how I'm, like, feeling. Because I feel like music is, like, very impactful on your, like, thoughts and emotions and stuff. That's how I've always, like, thought of it. Do you have any songs that just give you chills when you listen to them? Oh, my gosh. Um, that aren't your own? <laughs> uh, there's a lot. I mean, Frank Ocean, if you listen to Frank Ocean at the right time, that... Music will give you chills. I mean, yeah, solo and stuff. Shout out Nico. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how do you keep focused? Because, like, this is what I'm wondering. Like, whenever, even just in school and stuff like that, I, like, can't focus. That's part of the reason why we started this podcast. We wanted to see, like, people that actually are good at focusing, people that are, like, talented at, at spending a lot of time doing something. What do they do? So, all this work. I mean, you do a ton of work, yeah, man. It's yeah. crazy. It's bad. you release these albums, and it's just I can tell it's just hours. I mean, I've been with you when you're when you're doing this stuff. Oh yeah. No, what do you? Is it just passion that drives you, or? Yeah, it's passion. I just like when I get home, it's like I can either do homework or work on music. And obviously, like I'm gonna do my homework, but the thing that's like pushing me, the thing I'm excited for, is to make music. So you like it? I love it. It's you like literally it. one of my favorite. Like when I'm, I rather like I rather just make songs than just like do anything else. Really? Yeah. Really, like, it's literally one of the best things, like, it just, like, I could spend, like, five hours on a song, and it'll be, like, ten minutes for me. Like, I remember one time I was on, I could actually, the song was messing with my mind. I was working on that song uh, from No Service on the Moon, and I remember I started at, like, ten, and I just kept going, like, literally all night long. I stayed up till probably, like, five o'clock in the morning wow. on that song, and it's just the drive, like, you listen to it, it's like, oh my god, this is gonna be like a really good song, and then you just keep working on it, trying to make it better. And do you think that that song lived up to the lived up to the expectation? All I think that work? so, yeah. What I do mean, you think your best song is? My best song. Your how about your favorite, and then what you think is the most popular, most okay. likely to be it? Yeah. So for me, my favorite songs are the songs that like are different, that like push the push what I'm capable of. So from White Christmas. I would say, like, the songs where I don't use autotune and rap a lot, those are probably, like, my favorite songs. Because you're using vocals. Because I'm using vocals, yeah. I think White Christmas, the song that you were on, sorry, um, that was a great song. Um, and also Stop, uh, if you haven't heard of those songs, definitely listen to them. That was the song where, like, it says freestyle, question mark, because I did freestyle, like, like the middle part, but the rest of it, I had to write down. Okay, I listened to that, and I was like, wow, that's there's no way that's a freestyle, because <clears throat> that was really good, but... Yeah, not all of it, but there's some parts that were actually a freestyle. Okay. So, Edward. Wait, so what What do you think? Wait, wait, wait I'm sorry. Back up, back up, back up. Yeah, sorry. I didn't if, answer if the If a song question. is going to be a hit, though, one of your songs is going to be a hit, what do you think? Which one do you think it is? Uh, it just has to be a song that, like, I thought, well, 
bad news was pretty popular when y'all like everyone started listening to that and i mean right. i remember what you said after you listened to it you said it was simple and it was catchy like that's all it needed to be yeah and i feel like for me it's always the songs that i don't think are gonna blow up that actually blow up okay because bad news man that song was i listened to that that song made my spotify like <laughs> most played playlist thing. oh yeah i like, got on playlists and stuff like yeah i mean i was song. in my kitchen with my parents, right? And we were, like, baking. I was baking with my mom. And so I'm, like, listening to music. And my mom likes Christmas music. And then we were also listening to Taylor Swift. And then I would just cue up Bad News every now and then, too. And that was just on repeat for the entire Christmas season. Oh, it was yeah. just it was just Bad News, uh, All Too Well 10-Minute Version, and then just absolutely tons of Christmas music. And I'm thinking, like... If that if you're playing in the, like in in a house where people are baking during Christmas season and you've yeah. got bad news playing, little jumbos on the on the Amazon Alexa, then that's that's a good that's a good. Oh album, no, right? I love that dude. When people yeah, when people spread that music around, it's great. Yeah, I mean we had people saying, "What song is this?" <laughs> and I said, "This is my friend," and they were, they didn't even believe me. Well, yeah, that's what always like that's what my goal is when it comes to music. Like, I just want to make people like feel like something when they listen to my songs. I want to make them like feel the same way I felt when I first, like, started recording the song. Just, like, that excitement, that joy, I guess. So, why is your name Lil Jumbo? <laughs> um, uh, well, it's a weird story, because it was, like, freshman year, um, I was, like, in fitness for some reason, because I wasn't doing lacrosse, and I was, like, running the mile with Gion, and we were just, like, saying random stuff, sorry, Messiah, we were saying random <laughs> stuff, and we were just talking about, like, rap names. And this is, like, a terrible story because, like, there's just no, like, meaning to it. I was just like, you know what? Like, what about Lil Jumbo? And That's real. That's authentic. Yeah, it's authentic. <clears throat> it's, like, it, like, it took me, like, I just said it for no reason. But the more I thought about it, it kind of made more sense to me. Because, like, you know, I always, like, when I do things, I, want, I always want to make it, like, the max or whatever. Like, try my hardest. Like, Jumbo, basically. I mean, right. It's, like, you know, big, max. Uh, and that's what, I mean, every time, like. I do something or make a song, I always want to make it, like, the biggest thing ever. It's also an oxymoron. Yeah, it's an oxymoron. I mean, I'm probably in the future, I'm going to take out the little part. I just really? want to be just Jumbo. Are you I serious? Like, I feel like it sounds more better. I mean, it sounds better. I don't know, like, if you think the same thing. Well, I just say Jumbo. I call you Jumbo anyways. Exactly. Most people just call it Jumbo. That's wild, though. Yeah, so I think Jumbo would just, like, stick, like, just that Jumbo period. So, you plan to go to college, right? Yeah, yeah. So when you're in college, are you going to continue this? That's the hard part that I keep struggling to think about. It's like, you know, we're growing up, we're, I mean, we're seniors, we're about to graduate, I'm about to go to Spain, and it's like, you know, am I just going to grow up and stop doing music? Like, is that what I'm thinking? And, you know, the thing is, is like, that's like my patch, like, that's what I want to do, you know? But it's just kind of hard when it's like such a hard industry to like get into you know what i'm saying like, yeah it's like even if you're perfect it's still one in a million it's still in a one in a million like you got need to find like somebody literally has, just has to like listen to your song randomly and then you blow up so it's just it's kind of hard to think about like growing up going to college you know um majoring in something and then getting a job like i keep thinking about it and it's like you know i, I don't want to do that you know yeah. like i want to go to college obviously but like i want to pursue music you can do both though that's what I that's what I was starting to think where it's just like keep music as like a hobby. You know, like not a hobby but like just like something that you can just have but always have something back up, like a job or you know, just something that you know. Cuz there's some people that just rely everything their whole lives on music. And those are the people that just like I don't want to say this but like when you fail, they don't really make it anywhere. Right. And that's like the worst thing that can happen. And that's what I just I don't want to do that. Yeah. There's this poster on the wall of Miss Kerr's room. Uh, you didn't have Miss Kerr, but <clears throat> when I was in eighth grade with this math teacher named Mrs. Kerr, shout out Mrs. Kerr, there was like a poster on the wall and it was like, think of what you could do if you knew that failure was impossible. And I'm thinking like, you, that sounds good and everything, but you're right. It's, you, need to, you need to take into account like, if I fail, am I just going to be left with nothing? Exactly. You have to take a balanced risk, like even though that sounds, sounds pretty fun. I yeah. agree with you. But no, I, that being said, I also think you need to just send it to Edward. Because no, definitely. Like, it's just, yeah, it's mixed. Like, if I go to college, like, I don't know. It'd, just, it'd be tough. I just wish I could stay, like, a senior forever and keep amazing, making music like this with y'all and stuff. Because and, I got so many plans. Like, 
I mean, the amount of lyrics I have on my phone is nothing compared to how many like songs I have on my computer on my hard drive. I have like so I have like 300 songs and like albums and folders and stuff all ready to go. And I just got like so many plans. Like this next album, I got like five more after it. Like so, you're running out. Of, you're running out of time. But you've got the you got the material. I got the material. I got the plans. I got the ideas. So it came too late, kind of. Like, cause you really started. I mean, I don't know. You were doing good things before this year, but this year you really started. No, this 2021 was like I don't think I released anything in 2020. Um, it was 2019 with all the SoundCloud stuff. Like, if y'all remember. What Ace and then Ace, oh, of course, Black Holes, <laughs> Black Holes, yeah, <laughs> White Lie and those songs. Um, so that was twenty nineteen. Then twenty twenty, I didn't release anything. I mostly just worked on like making my songs better. That's yeah. why you see a huge difference between Mumbo Jumbo and uh, Black Holes and yeah. like quality and mixing. Because literally all twenty twenty, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, the quality improves a lot. Oh yeah, like trying to figure out auto tune, how to make my vocals better, and. Then 2021, what, I released, like, four albums or whatever? Like, it was a huge year, and you're right, it does feel like I'm running out of time. I mean, that was one of the main reasons I didn't want to go to Spain. Obviously, I love y'all and I want to stay with y'all. That's another main reason, but it's also, like, music's another reason. Yeah. So why why are you going to Spain? I don't know. I mean, if my parents, like, didn't push it, I, there's no way I would have gone. I mean, my dad's the one who really, like, wanted me to go he kept on asking me like you do you want to go to spain do you want to and i've always felt that like you need to like put yourself out there like right for me i've always kind of been in like this bubble of you know the academy ceremonies hall which just isn't bad like i love y'all but you kind of need to just explore the world and like you know now that we're seniors just figure out like who you want to be and you know that's what that's probably like a big reason why like i decided to go to spain because like as of right now i don't know what i want to be like, obviously, I want to do music and all that, but I'm still, like, at, like, a crossroads. Like, what I want to, like, what do I want to pursue? What I, like, I don't know. Who am I? I don't want to get deep, but, like, you yeah, know, who stuff are like you? that. Who are you? That's what I need to figure out. So, yeah. I think one way of doing that is just, like, going out, going to Europe, finding, you know, something. Like, meeting new people, meeting, yeah. So, you probably know this, because I'm a big proponent of uh, simulation theory. Everything's a sim <laughs> kind of thing like that. You know oh what I mean? Gosh. I talk about it a lot. Part of it's a joke, but it really, if you think about it like that, if you think about life as it's just a gigantic simulation, right? Oh, yeah. And, and nothing, like everything you do within the simulation. Yeah, all the NPCs running around. There are NPCs everywhere, right? Non-playable characters. They're not real people, but like. Shout out Randolph. No. How do you, how do you, oh man, Peyton. <laughs> I'm joking, Peyton, I love you. How yeah. do you make like, how do you make sure you're not an NPC, right? How do you make sure you're like an actual person? Yeah, I know. And that's, that's what right. you're doing right now. You're, cause this is a playable. This is playable character mode. <laughs> what you're in right now, you definitely are not like this. You, you're too dynamic, right? But pivoting the discussion, right? A lot of times in the in kind of towards the uh, the middle or like the beginning in the middle of my of my interviews to give the guests a break from just talking about them constantly. Yeah, I, know. I hate talking about myself. I know it's just wild. I was just gonna ask the classic question: If you're going to a desert island and you got to bring three things, oh my god, what are you bringing? What are you bringing? Realistic, like you could you could go like Boy Scout route, or you could go like uh, just like whatever. I'm just gonna have a good time route until I die, or you know, there's anywhere in between there. Desert, desert island. Well, or just like I a guess desert, just an, like in the just, middle of nowhere. No, just an island, deserted oh island. Um, I never thought about this. Fuck, I, I wasn't prepared for this. Um, could I bring people? Yeah. Okay. Well, that could be one of your things. I would bring you. I'd bring this mic and this podcast right here. <laughs> we could just podcast in the middle of the desert. Actually? Are you serious? Probably. This sounds. This is fun, dude. I love this. Yeah, it is fun. But like, um, we die real quick, though. <laughs> it's all right. We need to record a banger before we die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, that'd actually be good. Yeah, record some music just in the middle of the desert. That'd be sick. Yeah, No Service in the Desert could be your next <laughs> album, right? Oh, yeah, why... Sorry, back to the career. That was a brief intermission. No, why would you... Uh, why was your name for this most recent album, No Service, no on, service the on the Moon? No Service on the Moon. Okay, well, now I can explain this whole album. So, this album... Uh, it's basically... Uh, oh, no Service... It took me a while to like come up with the title for this album because it was just like... I started recording... started working on this album. I got the idea for this album, like... Uh, in February or March? When did we have the snow thing? 
when it snowed here and we were locked down for like a week. Shoot, I think it gotta be. It's gotta be February. February, right? Yeah. I got the idea in that week because I was just thinking like, what's something? I mean, I don't want to talk about myself, but you know when like you know you've been through a breakup, right, and stuff like that. With no, okay. Well, I, if people have, they like people understand like you know how that feels and stuff, and like that kind of period after you break up with someone, like what do you do? And like you know after a long breakup and a bad breakup, so. This album's basically were like what I felt after I broke up with the specific person. I'm not gonna name any names, but um, I just felt like I was just in space. I wasn't really connected to reality. I didn't know what to do. I was lost, and I didn't have anybody to talk to. You know, so I felt like there was no service on the moon. I felt like I was on the moon, and I didn't know what to do. I was just by myself up there, um, trying to figure out. And I feel like you know. If you don't like, you don't have to relate it to breaking up, but you can relate this album to anything, and that's what I'm, that's what my music has always been intended to do. It's just like so the audience can relate to the songs and yeah, understand or like match their feelings with the feelings of the album, and just like it's sort of just like being lost, you know, lost, uh, lost and not knowing what to do. Yeah, no, that's deep. I, I feel that for sure. So this yeah. did, did it help you get over the breakup? Yeah, this album definitely. Songs when recording song when I whenever I record a song it always helps me get get over something. Wow, so like a coping me- mechanism when you like yeah, I'd say when you're struggling that's what you do yeah that's what you turn to. If I'm struggling with something I make sad songs. If I'm happier and like you know, I'm pumped up that I make like a hype song or something like that. So I've always wondered like when people this is what you just said I've heard people say that when they're sad they listen to sad music when they're happy yeah. they listen to happy music but for yeah. me like if I'm sad I listen to happy music to make you happy right yeah definitely what's the difference <sighs> like why why do you not do that um the difference is like when it's different for some people I mean I think for me you always gotta let your emotions like just flow you know like if you're sad like you know I think you should just like get over that sadness by just like you know releasing that energy you know you can't just like stop being sad and just hide that by listening to happy music and you know pretending you're happy i don't if that works for you that's great but for me like it's more like <laughs> so that's kind of <laughs> no weird. you're good no I, i'm totally i like uh, that <laughs> but for me it's like i need i need to like express stuff and like put stuff into art <laughs> so yeah. art speaking of art your album covers are fantastic How, do you draw those yourself uh no no it's usually pictures that i talk or something like that and I look at them I go back to my camera and I'm like oh that's a sick picture and then I just put them through a filter and there you go there you go that's how simple it is yeah basically yeah so you often go to Mexico right you go like for just spring break or yeah New Year's New Year's stuff like that so what do you do in Mexico I'm just wondering this um just like it spends time with my family um we we stay at this resort it's called uh, Azul Fives and there's always like a lot of people around there and that's like my favorite part there's people from, like, around the world, like, from um, England, from Canada, and just, like, meeting people like that, it's, like, that's my favorite part of going to this place. Okay. That's and why so I love going to Mexico. I, like, that's the main reason why. I'm are like there Mexico. other kids there, too? Yeah, yeah, my age and stuff. Like, literally, I just went right now, and I made friends with, like, a bunch of people from Canada, some from Saskatchewan or whatever. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're kind of funny. But... Did they listen to your music? I told them about it, and, yeah, they started listening, and like, damn, this is actually crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. That's what every time I show someone new, like I text my brother your album and I'm like, yo, this is my friend. Look at this. And he's like, that's crazy that this is like someone, just <laughs> someone local, right? It's not like, it sounds like, it sounds like a real, like a real, a artist, real artist because yeah. that's where you are. You're a real artist now. <laughs> like you used to be a SoundCloud rapper. For, for our listeners that don't know, SoundCloud is this, this like free music thing that you don't pay for. It's like an app and you just upload music. Anyone can upload anything. Yeah. Like we used to, in the early days of Laban's Change, Nicholas and I used to, uh, to upload episodes of this podcast to SoundCloud because it's just free. Like, you could just upload a video of, I mean, the audio of, like, dogs barking or whatever. It doesn't get approved or anything like that. <laughs> but then, like, on Spotify and, and Apple Music, that's yeah, when it's, like, to actually tough. It, yeah. You need to, like, mix your stuff good. And if it, like, if it's not mixed, then they don't accept it. They don't accept it. Right. Yeah. So when you go to Spain, right, for this next semester, are you going to continue making music in Spain? You're going to bring your stuff with you? I want to, yeah. I'm going to bring all, yeah, everything. And you're staying with the host family? Yeah. So hopefully they're chill with me doing stuff like that. Yeah, I've always wondered, are you just up in your room yelling, like, when you're making songs? Because sometimes <laughs> you yell in your songs, right? And yeah, yeah, definitely. Here. And singing stuff. Um, 
I usually record at night, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, my room, my parents sleep far away, <laughs> so, like, I can yell and stuff, uh, and also, like, uh, I don't know, it's not really that loud, I mean, usually I turn up the mic and stuff, so it sounds like I'm yelling when I'm actually just, like, kind of talking and stuff, but, no, but my parents do know that I make music, like, do they listen to it? Yeah, they actually do. And they like it? Not the old stuff, because I, I didn't tell them about that, but, like, my new album and stuff, that's when I started telling them. And that's, like, a great thing to do, because, like, for a while, like, I didn't want them to find out, because I thought they'd get in trouble, like, of me saying all this, like, stuff, but, like... <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you say it's an explicit thing. I know, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, like, actually able, like, being able to tell my mom about, like, this album, and then seeing her listen to it, it's just, like, it's great. And actually, my dad who's, like, a hardcore rock fan, and he hates, like, rap and stuff. He doesn't listen to it. And then he plays my album, and he loves it. He loves, like, the integration that I have with rock and rap. Like, that's, like, the best feeling in the world. So that's, you're capturing two groups with that. You're capturing yeah. the, ro- hardcore the hardcore rock and rock. the rap. Because I feel like everyone, like, you like rock and roll. I feel yeah. like everyone can listen to rock and roll. I don't think it would ever die. And, like, punk music and stuff like that. Like, that music is just, like, so crazy that, like, it still lives on to today. Like, you have bands like Greta Van Fleet that's still... You know, everyone goes to their shows and stuff, and so I think like that kind of music should still like try to be or, like should should still be like you know made today. Yeah, I feel that capture both audiences. So I personally I like I love experimenting with like techniques for for like achieving your goals, right? Like that sounds crazy. That sounds so broad, but like visualization, manifestation, stuff like that, where you're like thinking. Like even for simple things, like I need to get this, I need to get an A on this assignment, and then you like just manifest it by thinking that yeah, so much yeah, yeah. makes you work harder, right? Yeah, it's at the forefront of your mind. Yeah. Do you use any techniques like that? Um, I think a big technique for like trying to, you know, for me it's always like I need to make my songs better. Like I listen to my old songs a lot, um, okay, and then the songs that I made like now, and you know, there's always something that's like, whenever I listen to like a song that I made, there's always like, oh, I could have done this better. I could have mixed the vocals better. Like there's always something. It might sound really good to like everyone else, but for me, I'm like, oh, I could have done this. So I think that's like, where, that's like my mindset where it's like, I need to keep improving like what I'm doing, basically. (laughs) Like keep improving my songs until like, I don't think I'll ever have like a perfect song where I think it's perfect because there'll always be something that I can make that. So you remind yourself. Like, yeah, you, you listen to old songs and it reminds you, like, oh, I've got to do this. Yeah, thing. I got to do this. I got to make my vocals, you know, stuff like that. I got to write more. And it could be, like, small things, like, just, I don't know, fixing, like, specific lyrics that aren't that good. So are you a Dr. Pepper guy or a Coke guy? <laughs> Dr. Pepper, are you kidding me? Okay, good. That's the right answer. I was just wondering. Because I just, I had, a, like, a flashback of, like, you drinking Coke one time. Nah, I probably I just, hate it. Yeah, you probably hate it? Okay, <laughs> no, good. I don't like Coke. People yeah. who like Coke, I'm sorry. Yeah, what about Coke versus Pepsi, though? Ah, uh, Pepsi. I've only had Pepsi once, or like twice. Like, it, I don't know. I just like... If somebody like... If there was like two drinks and I had to pick one, it would probably be Coke. Because like, I've just... I've never really had Pepsi. Though. Good, that's good. That's the right answer. It, the, the order goes Dr. Pepper above all else. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then what does Coke. Pepsi even taste like? I, honestly, man, I tried to I try to stay away from it as much as possible. But one time, I accidentally had some because the, the restaurant didn't have any. Oh, I'm sorry. I know they didn't have Coke or Dr Pepper. It was alright though. The best drinks from Cabo Bob's though. The Dr Pib? No, that's not. Dr. Oh, Mr Pib. Mr Pib. Yeah, Mr Pib is good. I was probably just Dr Pepper mixed yeah. with something, but I don't no, know. Mr Pib is like I think it's like a predecessor to Dr Pepper. It's good. That stuff is good. Y'all need it. Y'all need to drink that. Shout out Mr. Pib, everybody. You heard it from Lil Jumbo. <laughs> What's your order at Cabo Bob's, Edward? Oh, my God. Definitely with the, the plate. Or, or no, the bowl. My fault. The bowl and then chicken. I kind of want to... You're making me hungry, dude. I want to get Cabo Bob's right now, but chicken, uh, pinto beans, white rice. Pinto beans? <laughs> yeah, those are the Oh, man, thing. I go black beans. You go black beans? I like a burrito, though, personally. Yeah, I mean, I had a burrito, like, many times, but I don't know, it's just, like, I don't know. Do you ever go to Thousand Oaks Cafe? No, I actually never met. I know you, I know you like to go there, but... I, I do like know. to go there. That's probably my favorite restaurant. Yeah. Damn, dude, you're making me hungry now. I know, I'm hungry. I, you know what, I think I'm going to go to Thousand Oaks after this. <laughs> Maybe I'll show them the uh, uh, little recording of this and say, this is a little jumbo. Or, <laughs> like, plugging Cabo Bob's, I'm really sorry. So... Is Lil Jumbo an alter ego? You know, like, alter egos. <laughs> oh, no. This is wild. Oh, no. This is a crazy story. So I was in the airport, 
with this guy. This this guy next to me, he was with his family. His name was Matthew Park. I think his name was Matthew Park. And I had no idea who he was. But, like, I talked to him, and he said his name was Matthew Park. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, he said, oh, I'm a sports psychologist. And I work with, like, astronauts and professional athletes to, like, get them over, like, fear of messing up or stuff like that. And I'm like, no way. And at the time, I was playing club lacrosse for, like, I think it was my first season. And everyone was better than me. And I was, like, really scared. And I was thinking, like, I'm playing with so much fear. And, I, of course, I was, a, like, an eighth grader or something, so I thought this was a much bigger deal than I thought, than it really was. So I asked the guy, like, how do you get over, how do you get over playing with fear? And he's like, oh, well, it's easy. You know, you just have to create an alter ego. Like, Superman would go, he's Clark Kent, but then yeah. he goes to the booth, the telephone booth, and he changes into Superman. So is Lil Jumbo an alter, alter ego? Yeah. And if so, if Lil Jumbo, like, when you're Lil Jumbo, when you're in the stew, the <laughs> studio, are you completely, are you, are Different. you a new person? Uh... That's a good. I've actually thought about that. Like low key, um, low I would, key. I would say yeah. Low key. Yeah, I would say yes. Because what does I that feel mean? Like, what does low key mean? It just means like kind of like I would agree with that. Okay. Okay. Um, because like you know, Edward Snyder. <laughs> God, this is gonna be weird. Okay, so little Jumbo. To me, it's like, it's like just someone who just wants to have fun. Like who wants to, you know, make music, go crazy. He doesn't really think about like, uh. <laughs> He doesn't really think about, like, not consequences, but just, like... What other people think? Yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't give, like, he doesn't give a shit about anyone. Like, make music, make, do anything, go on stage, like, stuff like that. Send it, yeah. Send it, exactly. Go for the ace. Go for the ace, um, yeah. I guess, like, myself, Ever Snyder is just, like, the second conscious where it's just like, oh, well, like, you know, you can't go way too far. So it's kind of just, like, balanced out where it's, like, one part of me is, like, oh, you gotta do all this crazy stuff, like... Um, but the other side is like, no, like I think about it. Um, yeah. So what's the crazy stuff? Like, what do you mean? No, I just like making music and stuff like that and playing it and like writing these lyrics and, um, I don't know, just, yeah. I like that. Partying. Partying. Yeah. I was waiting for you to get to that. Cause you're, you're a party animal, Edward. And in Am the I? best way possible. It's not a bad way. Why? It's like, <clears throat> well, it's just, I'm not. So when I'm there and I'm just sitting there. Looking around, you're always you're always in the mix. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> so, good. yeah. That's I guess you're happy. You that's happy a little guy. jumbo right there. That's that's a little jumbo. Edward Snyder would kind of just be like the same with you. Yeah. Okay. So at school, do you ever switch into little jumbo mode? <laughs> <laughs> you ever flip the jumbo switch? Jumbo mode. No. Jumbo mode. <laughs> I'm Edward Snyder at school. <laughs> yeah. So oh. this year, any any new what what are you gonna be most sad to leave behind going to Spain? Oh my god, dude. Definitely y'all, bro. Y'all are probably like. The best people that I've ever met, like, I feel like just this your year, friends. Yeah, like, yeah, my friends. Like this year and last year, like, I feel like I got really close to like you, Will, GP, and all those people. Like, yeah, I just like that's that's like the hardest part. It's just leaving like all those memories and stuff. And yeah, you know, I've only been going to Samuels Hall for what three and a half years. Yeah, not and, long, like, but you you fit right in <laughs> from yeah. the start. But I'm really, like, junior and senior year, I mean, you yeah. were. Man, I've loved, I love the school. I loved y'all. Like, that's the hard part, yeah. And it, that's like the weird thing, cause I'm only gone for four months, like, and then I'm gonna come back for the summer. But it's just like, just leaving y'all, like, leaving y'all behind, like, in the classes and stuff, and like outside the school, and just like the little things, like, you know, the locker room after school, or the games and stuff, playing soccer, lacrosse. You're killing me. Yeah, the locker room. That's a sad one. Locker boxing. <laughs> locker boxing. Oh, yeah, your locker box. So you had a locker boxing. <laughs> um, sophomore year, am I correct? Uh, in, in it's Cameron or whatever? Uh, yeah, you, Cameron. You and Cameron, the locker box. What do, you, do you have anything to say about that? You want to find closure? <laughs> we need Cameron, a, if you're listening. <laughs> we need a rematch. <laughs> rematch? When yeah, do you I'm leave? Thinking. Two days? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, Cam. All right, Cameron. I'm pulling up to school. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, you are? Yeah, uh... Tomorrow, yeah, y'all get back to school tomorrow, right? Oh, you're gonna be there tomorrow? I'm gonna be uh, lunch. Zeros, dude. We should all get at Zeros tomorrow. We should. It's like the old days. Or Cabo, or Thousand Oaks, whatever you want. That's so sad. And then I'll go after school and stuff. And, and then you go, you leave? Yeah, leave the 5th early in the morning. So are you packed up? Yeah, I'm starting to pack up, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited for you, though, because I'm really sad that you're leaving, but I think it's going to be really cool. Like, yeah. you're going to do cool things. No, yeah, it's it's probably going to be a great experience. But Yeah. 
So this is kind of an odd question. Are you inspired by any like literary figures, like poets, authors, stuff like that? <laughs> um. Oh my gosh. Uh. Well, when it's weird because when I was uh when I was younger, I used to read a lot. Like third grade, I remember. I remember. You remember? <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I used to. Yeah, I used to be a nerd back then. Like just, I remember I read like like what. The Hobbit in third grade, then like all the whole Lord of the Rings books, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Like I was young. I don't think I understood any of it, but well, in your room you've got like tons of books. Yeah, no, I was a reader back then. And I stopped reading uh, right when I got to high school because I don't know, I'm just being stupid. But uh, I say I was definitely like definitely inspired by like <laughs> like Ernest Hemingway or like Jared Tolkien, people like that. You know, like that make these like crazy stories. Like, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, not really inspired, but I just, like, like them. Like, you like, like them. their work. Yeah, okay. I like the topics they explore and stuff like that. So, do you ever find yourself at a standstill where you just can't make another song, can't make another album, stuff like that? No, never. Never. There's always something I can do. Wow. There's always, like, a song that I can make, like, that's nah, crazy. You never, like, feel that you don't have the energy to continue? Uh, I mean, there's times where it's, like, this isn't working with this specific song, but then I just move on to another song and just work on that. It's always better. But then I go back to the original song and then it's fine. It's like, again, it's depending on mood. Like if I'm like in a bad mood, then I'm going to make like, I don't know, like a, not a bad song, but like, you know, like an angry song or whatever. Yeah. Um, and like, if I was in a bad mood and try to make like a happy song or whatever, it wouldn't work. So, so do you ever have a day when you're like, I can do anything? Like, do you ever feel like I can make 10 songs right now? Or I can make one oh, yeah. perfect song? Whenever I'm like, when I when I start making a song and then it's like sounding really good, I f- like, it's crazy. Like, I'm Top like, oh my world. God, I can make so many songs right now. And then I'm like, I, it'd be so funny if like one of y'all saw me. I'm just like hyped up in the room, jumping up and down, listening <laughs> yeah. to all stuff. I'm like, dude, this sounds crazy. So what makes you like, what, what makes you get in that mode? Um... It's just, like, the elation of just, like, wow, this song, like, it actually sounds so good. Like, I feel like it's the same feeling y'all get when y'all first heard, like, my music. Like, like damn, like, it sounds good. I mean, I don't know. But it's, like, like shocking. Yeah, yeah, shocking. Yeah. So when I hear myself back, because, like, what happens is, like, I make it late at night, so I'm tired and stuff, and I, you know, go to sleep. Then I wake up the next morning, listen to it, and I'm like, wait, I made this last night? And then I start freaking out, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> wow. this is crazy. So do you ever, what's the longest amount of time, like, You've spent on one song, not like you said you went to bed like at 10 p.m. Oh, I've got another question for you after this. This is that reminded me. Okay, but um, like, what's the like two weeks, two months, two years? Oh, like on a specific song, one song, yeah. I would say, oh, um, a song that took me a long time would probably be uh, Bad Girl from No Service on the Moon. Okay, that song, I remember I started it like when the snowstorm and stuff and whatever. No, before that, it was mm-hmm. like Christmas time, and the thing is, like, I would work on it a little bit, but then I'd work on another song and stuff. But I remember that song, like, I love that song, but I hate it at the same time because it just took so long to make. Yeah, and it felt so rushed at the end because that, at the end, the album was supposed to come out in two weeks, and I was like, oh my god, I need to finish the song. So, gosh, that's tough. And I know those, like, those things that take forever, and then and then you finish them, and you're like so happy that you're finished, but it still has a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. It took forever. That song also had a feature from uh, Kalen. Um, Kalen? Yeah, he was featured on that song at some point, and then he just said, nah, like, you finished the song, it's your album and stuff, so. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, that song went through many changes. It, it's, the whole album went through so many changes, like, there were so many songs on it that I had to cut out and stuff. Most of the songs were, um, yeah, changed, yeah. So what, do you have a go-to word that you use in your songs? There's this freestyle rapper, his name's Harry Mack on YouTube. Oh my god. And he just rhymes everything with his own name, and when he doesn't know what to say, he just says like, my name's Harry Mack, and then he just rhymes off of that. And then rhymes And like it's kind of like lame. I mean, per, shout, I mean I'm mean, i sorry, <laughs> Harry Mack, if, you're list, if you somehow are listening to this, I think you're extremely talented, but it always has made me like mad and when people do that, because it's just not... It's not authentic. So do you have like, do you have a word that you feel guilty when you use because it's too easy to rhyme with stuff or something like that? Uh, not, eh, kind of, not really. I mean, there's sometimes where like I like write something down. I'm like, why am I saying this? Like, yeah, it's like sometimes like I write <laughs> something that's just like stupid and then I have to, like change it and I use it way too much. But um, now it's more like uh, I think of a word like throughout the day. Like, I don't know. Like, I just like. During the day, I come home and I'm like, I just think of a word for some reason. Like, right now, for some reason, I'm thinking of sky. Sky. And then I just write about 
that, and then I rhyme with that. So you got a loose process, and I mean that in a good way. Like you're not so rigid that you're you're narrow-minded. Like you just if you I just, think of a word, you go with it. I go with it. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I try to put. That's what I'm trying to like make better. Is like just putting thoughts into my lyrics and like putting meaning behind them. Which are, there is meaning, but it's very. It's not like crazy. So is that what creativity is to you? Just like what putting meaning behind lyrics? No, like yeah, I guess, but like just. Whatever pops in your mind, running with that. Yeah, creativity to me is just like putting your own personal like thoughts and ideas and emotions into some work of art. And that's what creativity is to me. And it has to be a work of art. Or just you know, whatever. Like whatever you're you're comfortable with doing. Whatever makes you comfortable. Like for me, making music is super comfortable. Like it's just I'm in. The, I'm just like it just puts me like in my place, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, at home when I make music. Yeah. It's something that... You feel comfortable. Very comfortable, yeah. And so you're creative because then you're comfortable enough to put your own brand exactly. on Exactly. So if you're comfortable, like, you know, making art or, like, drawing stuff, you put your own emotions into that, you know, or making, like, poems or pot doing podcasts. But what's your... um? What's your... You said you also like to push, like, push your comfort zones, push your boundaries. Yeah, that's... How does that fit in? That fits in where it's, like, you know, um... It's not that I'd, like, push my comfort zone because I'm still comfortable making music, but it's, like, I want to change things up, like, make change. Uh, try, like, just try really, like, I, I think when I make a song, I don't really, like, like, I say, I think comfortable is, like, not a really good word because, like, it's not like I'm lazy when I'm making a song. I'm just, like, no, I Content, maybe? Content, yeah. And I think just, like, pushing it, just, like, trying more, like, trying, putting everything into a song. I see. So do you regret stopping reading? Uh, yeah, actually I do. Um, Nick, shout out Nick, has put me back or put me back into reading actually because um he was talking about Dune. Have you yeah, seen the movie? I have, yeah. And he was saying like uh I think you too like y'all are like reading the book or whatever. So I was like you know what fuck? I have the book like next to my bed like <laughs> oh screwed. man. So Nick. I started reading and low key like it's fun. <laughs> Nick yesterday was showing me this speed reading app he's got. Where you download an app and then it just flashes one word at a time oh on the gosh. screen, and your eyes just feel like, just absolutely like they're just trying to keep up. Yeah. But he's like obsessed with speed reading now. Yeah. Why, <clears throat> Nick? I wish Nick was here, honestly. No, yeah. Come on, he should be hosting this. But um, like you, you get, you get in there and it's like, you, you're able to read really fast. And he says like if you can read 500, so the average person reads like, I think it's like 250 words per minute or like 200 words per minute. Yeah. Probably. And if he's like, if he says you can read like. 500 words per minute you can finish a book in like an hour god damn stuff like that dude, I'm like Jesus. what in the world why would you want to do that I, that's what I'm saying you gotta enjoy you, the book you have to enjoy the book that's yeah. exactly like fiction I don't want to spend time reading fiction like it's a time it's yeah, a time commitment definitely. for a good reason I think like I the other thing is like I started going back to reading because I feel like it just like helps you with like better word choice and stuff so like when yeah. I'm writing stuff I'm not using like the same word what's stuff. your favorite word <laughs> I don't know um I actually don't know. I need to think Do you about use that. a word a lot? When I'm writing? Or just, no, in life. In life. Just talking to someone. I don't know. I don't know. what. Like, what do you think? I mean, mm. I talk to you a lot, so I like... Yeah, I don't know. You use um, low-key. <laughs> low-key a lot, yeah. That's why That's why I, brought, I, I drew attention to that. Like, I yeah, asked you what it means. Like low-key. Um, I don't know. You, you got a good vocabulary, though. That's part of the reason why I'm lame. asking you I this. say lame a lot. I don't know. I mean... Um, yeah, I actually don't know. Yeah. So what time do you go to bed, usually? <laughs> school night, and then we, and then non-school night. Okay, so school night, um, oof, probably, I try to go to sleep at, like, 11.30. Okay. But if not, like, that usually doesn't happen, so it's probably, like, What happens if you can't fall asleep? Um, that's actually, yeah, I've actually, for, like, before, uh, before the semester ended, I couldn't fall asleep, and it was terrible, like, I would be staying up, like, pretty much all night. And the thing was, like, I was trying to go to sleep. I finished all my homework and stuff, and I just couldn't go to sleep. And I think I was just, like, stressing about, like, going to Spain and stuff. And, like, yeah, you know, that was before I rolled out No Service on the Moon. And so I was stressing about that album, and I was like, oh, my God, I need to fix a song. So I was like, I couldn't fall asleep. But, um, yeah, that was only for a couple weeks, and I, I think I'm better. I don't know. But on weekends, it's late. Like, it's probably, like, Two o'clock. If I'm not tired and I, I want to make music, because I usually make music later at night, then it's like later. Like yeah. Two o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock. Gosh, man, that's wild. And then yeah, what I'm time do you wake up? Week. Weekday and then not a weekday. Weekday, it's like 
6.30, gotta take a shower. 6.30 not get out of bed at 7. I'm fat, that, I'm glad you said that. Thank you for saying that because people always say that they go to bed. I mean, that they wake up at a time and then like 30 minutes later is when they get out of bed. Yeah, like, What's know. the deal with that? <laughs> you don't do that? No. Oh, I, let me plug, let me plug clocky alarm clock. It's this thing, it's a, an alarm clock on wheels. And what? when it goes off, it rolls off my nightstand and hits the ground oh, and so starts running around my room. Oh and so I have to gosh. chase it down. And then once I'm up, I'm like, all right, might as well go shower. I'll probably look into that. I usually um, I usually have two alarms, though. One at 6.30, one at 7. And then, uh, yeah, seven's when I actually get out of bed and like have to go. And then on a weekend, what, how late? Weekends, I try to wake up early. Um... Because I remember when I was like sophomore year, I'd be waking up like 12 or 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It was terrible. I do that too. So I, I, that, like, I try to wake up like 9, 10, around that wow. time. Um, I, try to run, I try to run in the morning too. Are you serious? Yeah. So why do you wake up at 9 on weekends? You just run. You run in the morning. Why do you feel like you have to do that? I understand. No, there's no question. I'm just saying, like, what makes you, Edward Snyder? It just, like, it's it's good to, like, wake up. It, fe- it makes you feel, like, good about yourself when you wake up and then you go on a run, run, like, a mile and a half, go back, take a shower, and you're just like, damn, like, that was good. Like You started the day off Like, right. when you wake up, you just lay in your bed at, like, 11 o'clock in the That's morning. That's right. There's like, nothing dude. more decrepit. Yeah. Wait, I sleep to, like, 12 sometimes, and I think, like, this is just miserable. This is terrible. It's not yeah. even worth it. Like, yeah. you get out of bed, and half your day's gone. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. Like, so I try to wake up early, and then, then I have a whole day to, like, you know, do whatever I want. I mean, on weekends, like, hang out with y'all and stuff. And yeah. Work on music. Yeah. So you go to the gas station a lot and buy Blueberry Fago? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was last <laughs> year. That was a last year thing. Yeah. But you'd always bring me a Fago. It's like a soda. Everyone that's listening to Fago is like an old-fashioned soda. <laughs> and you'd bring me, and it was like, uh, what's the what's the slogan for it? What, for Fago? Something I, delicious. I don't know. Absolutely delicious or something like that. Something like that. I don't remember. Terribly delicious. Oh, that's going to kill me. Something something delicious. Totally delicious. But anyways, yeah, do you buy Fago still? Um... Uh, sometimes. I mean, not really. I kind of. I was kind of addicted last year, so I kind of had to <laughs> slow down. With it. You were addicted to Fago, <laughs> really. But I tell us about your wait, addiction. But you like blueberry Fago, right? Yeah. No, I like uh, cotton candy Fago. You like cotton? Uh, That's the one you would always bring me. Yeah, because you'd ask for that. Yeah, I I I started to like cream soda Fago a lot more. Oh, you're right. Good. Towards the end, the cream soda Fago. Yeah, that was good. So that's what I liked about last year. Like, you could literally pull up to school. Um, or no, like, school started, what, at 8.45? Yeah. Like, we'd always go to the gas station for that, and then we just can't do that anymore. No. But it was like... Well, school starts at 8.30 now. I know, but... I don't know. I but, don't want to wake up earlier just to go to the gas station. Right. That was... Last year, I think, junior year might have been the best year. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Ever. I think, like, we literally had the best people at that school. I yeah, because some people stayed at home and some people went to school, right? Yeah. So we had the absolute best at We had school. the best lineup. And obviously the people that came back are great. I mean... We're so glad to have y'all back, honestly. Yeah, honestly. But, but for a time there, we had a, an all-star lineup. We had an all-star lineup, yeah. Wow. And then we wouldn't have classes for like three hours and we just like... we go to Zito's. Go to Zito's, yeah. What's your Zito's order? Zito's Ooh. is a sandwich shop, guys. Go support Zito's. It's yeah, actually, it's, it's a great... Good. It's a great rush... Or a great lunch place. Um, I would... Oh, what would I get? Last year I got the half series. Yeah, I think it was the half series. Did you ever eat the series? No, I never ate the series. Shout out Ethan though. He ate like a full on <laughs> series sandwich in what five minutes? Five or minutes. Like I ate it to it in twenty minutes though, and then I threw it. That's up. just oh my god. And it was before lacrosse practice. Before lacrosse practice, yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> so are you gonna miss lacrosse season, Edward? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That was it was fun and just like being with your friends. Like obviously I'm not. I'm not great at the sport, but just being there oh, and you're good. supporting, like, it was fun. So, what are you willing to do to make it big? Like, big, like, think of the biggest star, like, who, yeah. who you want to be, the, emu- the who you want to emulate, like, the best star. What are you willing to lose for that? It could be money. It could be your leg. It could be <laughs> your family. It could be your education. Like, what are you willing to give up? Oh, uh... Like, I'm not saying, it doesn't have to make sense. You could say, I want to give up my eyesight, yeah, and then I'll yeah, be famous. Yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, I'd give up anything. Like if, anything. If it's something that I really want, yeah, I'd give up anything. anything. But the hardest... Anything. <laughs> think about calm that, down, bro. Calm down. Calm down. Um, I think that... I would say the hardest thing it would be to give up would be, like, friends and family. Like, if I'm... If somebody said, yeah, you can blow up 
but then you can't like talk to your family anymore or your friends. You have to like leave them behind. I'd be like, eh, I don't know. You wouldn't do it. Probably not. Cause if I'm up there, I want y'all to be up there too. Okay. With me. That's yeah. that's very nice, Edward. Thank you. Um, but what when, what does it take to blow up? If that's what you asked right before. Yeah. Um, I think like just. For me, I, I, I need to start targeting, like, social media a lot more, like, TikTok and stuff like that. So, like, people, I mean, you see, like, you, you have TikTok, right? No. You don't? No. Okay, well, sometimes I think people listening, if you scroll down, you always, like, find some artist or something that's, like, promoting his music, and it's usually funny. Like, I feel like I need to start doing that. Okay. that's what people... So you, you'll reach more people like that? Yeah. That's probably what it would take. Wow, Edward, that's that's actually I really I think you're gonna make it, man. I honestly do. And if you don't, it's still so cool, right? Oh, just making that's the thing. Like, I don't like. Yes, like it'd be cool to like you know blow up and like you know get famous. But um, for me, it's just like making music by itself is like a gift. Like just being able to put a song together and put it out there, and then everyone at school is like listening to it. Like that's already like that's already great. That's already great. Yeah. So what's your mile time? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you say you run a mile and a half. Oh, I don't know. You, if you don't time it, I understand. I mean, I, I, don't really t- I used to time it, and I was trying to beat 540. Uh, I was, like, getting close to 545.6 around that time. I'm slow. I'm not that fast. No, fly. you're a good runner. I've, I, I remember you being a fantastic mile runner is why I asked you that. <laughs> But um, it was just, eh, I was more jogging. I mean, I could try to time myself to see what happens, but yeah, it's more chill in the morning. <laughs> What's your mile time? Oh, God. It's been a while. Some, somewhere around there where you were. Okay. Um, so, let's see. I used to, you're going to change your name to Jumbo, right? I want to, or something else. I mean, Lil Jumbo, like, it's kind of just like, I feel like there's so many people out there that have, like, Lil, you know, like, Lil something. Yeah. Lil... <laughs> Lil Wasn't something. your name used to be like Lil Cheesy? <laughs> no, yeah, in like seventh grade. Yeah, Lil Lil is overused. I'm joking. No, that was yeah. I know it's overused. So I understand. Yeah, you want to make it like something something new. Something that people remember. Like Jumbo. so, if you want to be Jumbo, I'm calling you Jumbo from now on. I'll start the I'll start, start it. Start the trend. <laughs> so that being said, Jumbo, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Oh yeah, it was appreciate great. it. Love is it. there anything else you want to talk about? You can ask. Actually, you can ask me something. You could you could say a closing statement. You can do whatever. The ball know. is in your court. I was this was fun. This was a great podcast. Um, I mean, it was my first podcast, but it was great. So um, I appreciate you having me, and it was a lot of fun. That's great. All right, guys. Everyone, uh, wish Edward a good time in Spain. We're all gonna miss him. Um, I'm about to start tearing up. Uh, he's a great guy, and uh, I'm so glad he's on the podcast. So. Thank you guys, and uh, thank you for listening. This was a good episode, and uh, yeah, just listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. (laughs) All right, thank you guys.